Uh, what a great week we have had here, and uh, we're so thankful for the, the many people. One of the neat things, I don't know if you realize, but everything that they did this week, all the art and the, the scenes and the songs and the lessons, everything uh, our, our people created. It was really neat to be able to see the creativity of so many leaders. So make sure when you see them, tell them thank you for all the hard work. I, I don't know if you realize, like, this is not like you buy it in a box and a kit and bring it out. They work on this stuff literally for a year. In fact, I got a message from Amy that uh, on Friday that it's only 365 days till the next vacation Bible school. So she's already thinking and working on next year. And I mean, that's how much work goes into it. And it shows uh, we had just a, an amazing time. I don't know if you realize what it's like to be in this room with uh, over 500 kids and 200 volunteers. I think we had 250 volunteers that we, we finally got a, an actual count. It's about 250, which beyond that, I know a lot of you helped even before that week even happened. So it was way beyond that. But let me give you a kind of a picture of it. We have a, a, a shot of this. Uh, Ken and, Pastor Ken and I got a picture at the end, a little selfie here. Just look at all those, that sea of kids behind us. Like it, it, it was one thing to stand in the back, like a lot of you who are parents, you came at the end and you stood in the back, you're kind of watching everything, you're laughing. I came and stood at the front and I looked up and I was like, this is what, must have been what it was like for Jesus when he saw the, the 5,000 and he's trying to figure out how to give them, you know, feed them. I'm like, how do you give snack to all those kids? I mean, it was, it was just a sea of kids. It was really, really exciting and fun to be here. And one of the neat things that we wanted to see is, uh, all the smiles, the laughter, the, the dancing, the bouncing. I mean, that's, that's really who this church is. I don't know if you realize how much you know about Beach Point, but it's an it's a older church. It's been around for over 100 years. But about almost 50 years ago, there was a vision cast in our church. A, a pastor and his wife came in, and, and, and really a lot of the people that are still in this church, they cast a vision that this was going to be a church that, that loved young people, that cared about kids and youth and families. And it, it's so rewarding to see, here we are almost 50 years from when that vision was cast, to see this happening. I mean, stuff like this happens because we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, people who before us made, it, made your family so important. And so I, I'm excited about what we see. So when you, you see your kids bounce, I mean, we're, we're the kind of church where you bounce on the pews and you stain the carpet and you break windows. And that's going to happen, but we like it that way because we, we have kids here and they're laughing fun. And, and, and what they experienced last week is so important because what they begin to see is a bigger picture of the kingdom of God. That, that God has always wanted them to experience the fullness of life. Remember, Jesus himself even came saying, I came so that you might have life, life to the full. From the very beginning, God taught parents to teach their kids that if they'll trust him, they'll have a full life. They'll have a protected life. They'll have a blessed life. And so one of the things that we did this week is we, we built the whole uh, Ride the Wave theme around uh, learning how to trust the Lord. And so our memory verse or kind of our theme verse of everything we did was Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. And so I have some helpers that are going to help us uh, learn that verse. So where are my helpers? Come on up here. Come on up to the stage. Now, I have some helpers who will be with me on the stage, but if you are a kid or a leader and you know the verse, you have it memorized with the hand motions, I want you to stand up where you are, okay? Stand up where you are. In fact, stand up on the chair. Stand up on the seat, okay? Okay? You guys come centered in right here. All right. All right. We ready? Okay, so first time... All of you in the audience, this is the New Living Translation. You might have learned it in a different version, but here's the version we taught them. 
All right, so we're going to do this together. Ready? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his way in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Okay, the cheat sheet goes away. All right, all right. Let's see if you've got it. Ready? Ready? As loud as you can. Okay, let's see who's louder, boys or girls. Ready? Trust. All right. Go ahead, grab your seat, guys. Don't bother that there's stairs right there. Okay. See, now, you've got to admit, if, if, if you're the pastor of a church or it, it, just as an educator, how fun it is to get to the end of a week of, of teaching and training and learning to see our kids uh, not only know with their heads, but ha- they're starting to internalize these things and they've got it. I mean, it, it is so exciting. And, and this is such an important principle to build into the lives of kids, of families, of all of us, all of the whole church. I mean, to think about this, that if you will trust in the Lord, that he will lead you, he will guide you. And one of the things that we wanted our kids to understand was, uh, you know, as you're growing up, you're going to discover that there are there are a lot of paths that are going to be presented to you. There's a lot of ways that are going to be presented to you. So why do you pick, why do you pick the Lord's way? Why would you trust in the Lord and trust his path for your life? And we were able to look at things like the wisdom of God and the, the power of God. In fact, as you're listening to the CDs, you'll, you'll start to pick up on some of these themes uh, as you listen to it again and again and again throughout this next year. And, and you'll pick up that the wisdom of God, the power of God. Uh, uh, and, but one of the things that we thought was most important was that they would understand the love of God. Uh, how deep is the love of God for them, that they would learn that out of this deep love that God has for them, that he has come to rescue them, uh, that you learn to trust the one who's come uh, to your rescue. And so who better to teach us about being rescued than our very own lifeguard? So lifeguard Kim is going to come and tell you a little bit about being rescued. Well, hi, I'm Lifeguard Kim, and everyone was pretty safe because we were on concrete this week. Um, No, but it was such a privilege to teach the kids just how much God loves them. That we have a God who loves us so much that he wants to be with us today, tomorrow, and forever. And we have this God who loves us so much. And uh, we learned that if I say, how do you ride the wave? Let's try it out. How do you ride the wave? Trust All your heart. Okay, I'm not sure all the adults in here know it. So when I ask you how to ride the wave, you're going to say you're going to trust in the Lord with all your heart. So let's try it. How do you ride the wave? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. That's perfect. We learned that we're going to trust in the Lord with all our heart. And why we're going to do this, let me ask you a question. Who created you? Who created me? Who created the wave? Who better to follow on how to ride the wave than the creator himself? 
who knows the ride. It says in Jeremiah that he says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope for a future. He says, I know this great wave, and it's awesome, and I have a plan for you. But we learned that there was something that stood in the way. See, sin stood in the way of that plan that God had for us. See, sin stood in the way. We learned that sin is anything that we were supposed to do and didn't. And it stands in the way. See, I related it a little bit to maybe a speeding ticket. I don't know if a few of you have gotten those before. But the speed limit says 55, and we drive 75. Is that a sin? The speed limit says 55, and I drive 57. Is that a sin? Yes. And so we're written a ticket, and that ticket has a price, and the price has to be paid. Let me give you an example. Let's see. I'm looking for a volunteer. I'm looking for a volunteer. Now, I'm looking for a volunteer who wants to play God. A lot of hands started to fall down, but I still have Robert. Come on up, Robert. Now, now what I like is that there were quite a few laughs when I asked Robert to play God. Now, Now, why we're laughing is not because we don't love Robert, but we know that God is so holy, so perfect, How in the world can anyone play God, right? He's so perfect. That's part of the problem is we have a righteous God who wants to have a relationship with us. Let's see. I'm looking for somebody who wants to play. Somebody who wants to have a relationship. Yeah, you know, Rick. Come on up. Come on up. Come on up. You want a relationship with the Lord. Stand right here. See, we have God who wants to love us today, tomorrow, and forever. But something stood in the way. And that was sin. Come close. You can't come close because sin stood in the way. God wants to love you today, tomorrow, and forever. So what did he do? For God sent his one and only son. Thanks, you guys. See, we have a good God who wanted to make sure nothing stood in the way of him loving you today, tomorrow, and forever. This got me thinking about a story. You see, I don't know if you guys know, I have two boys and Rebecca, but this was before Rebecca. And we were in an airport one day, Trevor and Andrew and I, we were in an airport. Now my son, Trevor had a little bit of a problem. He would eat and eat and eat and eat. I mean, this boy loves food. He has eaten me out of house and home. He eats and eats and eats. He's about nine years old and he's eating and eating and eating. And all of a sudden he's like, oh mom, oh mom, I don't feel good. Oh, mom, I don't feel good. Well, Trevor could barf in a second. I mean, just in a second. He's like, mom, I don't feel good. Mom, I don't feel good. I'm like, oh, 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 please wait. Please wait. Please wait. Please wait. Please wait. Please wait. <laughs> okay. He's like, I feel better now. I'm like, oh, great. Thanks. Well, I'm left with barf in a bag. And I'm like, okay, uh, boys, stay right here. Uh, I'm going to go look for a trash bin. And I begin to look in this airport for a trash bin. And I look for a trash bin. And I cannot find, sorry, I know it smells. I cannot find any trash bin. Well, finally, I see a security officer and I say, "Uh, uh, excuse me. Yeah, I know. Can you point me to the closest trash bin? Well, he tells me, oh, I'm sorry. The airport is under high security today. We have removed all trash bins from the airport. You will have to take your trash with you today. 
Let me tell you, that was an uncomfortable plane ride. Well, that kind of got me thinking, what would it be like if we, uh, if we had to take our trash with us everywhere we went? I had to take my barf with me everywhere we went. Everything we ate, we had to take that trash with us everywhere we went. That's a lot like sin. We take it with us. And it drags. And let me tell you, my bag would be a lot bigger than this. And it smells and it weighs us down and it burdens us. That's what sin does to us. See, sin is anything that we do that God doesn't approve of. It's times we were mad. It's times we were upset. We had to carry barf around. It's times that uh, we didn't do things that we should have done. We cheated. We lied. And it sticks to us. And it tries to define who we are. But remember, we have a God who wants to be with us today, tomorrow, and forever. So I started thinking. Let me ask you guys a question. What kind of trash goes in here? What kind of trash goes in here? Well, I don't know if you guys know this, but God has actually provided us With a sin bin. God has actually provided us with a sin bin. See, this is amazing. See, anytime you sin, all you have to do is admit that sin and put it in the sin bin. All you have to do is confess that sin and God takes it over. He takes all that sin, even if you forget, just tell him. He takes all that sin from us and it goes in the sin bin. I bet some of you guys might be wondering, hey, I got a lot of sin. Where can I find myself a sin bin? Because it's weighing me down. Where can I find a sin bin? Well, I'm going to let you know. See, the cross is our sin bin. But more importantly, it's who was on the cross. See, Jesus allowed himself to be nailed to the cross, take on that punishment, pay the price that sin needed to be. And he took it on for you and me. And John, it tells us, for I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus made a way so that sin would never stand in the way of God knowing you today, tomorrow, and forever. See, here at VBS and here at Beach Point, we never want you to miss out on that opportunity. And it's as easy as A, B, C. A, admit. Admit those sins. Turn them over to God. Carry them no longer. B, believe in Jesus, that he died for you, rose in three days, and made a way so that God can know you today, tomorrow, and always. And C, commit to following him. Who better to follow than the one who created the wave? Jesus made that way for you. And this is why we trust in him with all our hearts. We have the cutest lifeguards here, don't we? Uh, 
One of the things I love about this, uh, what we've begun this summer is, or this week is just really to begin to launch our entire summer together. And we want to invite you out uh, this summer to continue to ride the wave of us as we're going to be looking at uh, Proverbs like what we've looked at today all throughout the summer and thinking about uh, the unique way in which God calls us to walk in his wisdom and the path that he has that leads to the fullness of life. Uh, one of the things that is it, it, so important as we think about this is how important it is for us to think about this as families, uh, that we want our kids to think about this, but we as a whole family want to be able to talk about it. Uh, it it's, it's challenging, I think, in some ways, you know, uh, the, the, the picture, the vision that God has is that we as families, uh, that you as parents, you would, you'd be the ones who would develop this in the life of your kid. And what happens in a, in a great BBS week like what we had is you see something like this and you go, wow, you guys, man, the songs and the teaching and, and all the, the games, you guys are so good at doing this that, you know what, I'm going to let you guys be the primary ones at, at teaching and training up my kids because you're so excellent at it. I'm so thankful. Now, the problem with that is this. As much as we want to do the best job possible with your child, the truth is uh, that the average estimate is that we will only get about 40 hours a year with a kid. And you're thinking, wow, 40 hours. That's awesome. That's 40 hours of training with my kid. That's pretty good. I would, I would liken it to this. It's kind of like a, 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 we had a party and we had one single party popper. It's kind of like, oh, that's fun, but don't you, you kind of wish there was a little bit more to it. Uh, we're all about explosives here today, as you're seeing. Uh, and, and so I want to encourage you to think about this. While we have about 40 hours, the truth is you have about 3,000 hours a year with your children. Uh, one way we, I began to think about it was this. A uh, uh, friend was helping me see this. Uh, explained. I don't know if you guys remember when Home Depot uh, first started, they had a slogan. And the slogan that they used was, uh, you can do it, we can help. And I don't know if you remember, the idea of Home Depot was, here's this giant superstore, come in, you don't have to hire the professionals anymore. You don't have to give it away to the professionals anymore. You come into our store, our trained professionals will show you how to do it. You can do it, and we'll show you how. And so you have to realize, for a guy like me, I'd go on our Mexico building trips, and the only tool they'd give me is a video camera. Like, do, do not let me touch anything mechanical in any form. Or, or, uh, but I would go into Home Depot. I'd have my little honeydew list of, of, of a project that Kimberly would want me to do. And I'd go in there, and I felt super intimidated. But a nice person would come alongside. They'd show me what to get and how to do it. And now, if, it, if the project needed a little bit more explaining or training, they'd say, hey, why don't you come back on Saturday? We're going to show you guys, how, show people how to actually do this. Or they'd even say, you know what, uh, we appreciate your enthusiasm. This is a big job. You actually want to hire a professional for this kind of job. But the whole idea of Home Depot was that you can do it, but, and we'll help you do it. And a friend of mine said, look, that's the vision, really, of the church. The vision of the church is to help the parents see you can do it. You can train up your kids. You can teach them and train with them and sing with them and dance with them. Uh, you can pray with them. You can have much better discussions in those 3,000 hours than any of us uh, could on our own. And so what we want to do is give you kind of a bigger vision of that. We want you to think, uh, while you could go for the little party popper kind of thing, we want you to dream of something much bigger. In fact, I want the, as, I want the band to come up here because I think it's a great visual. Uh, I want you to think about this. Rather than just taking, being okay with 40 hours, I want you to think about 
3,040 hours. I want you to think about even beyond that, because really as, as we begin to surround our kids with, with uncles and aunts and, and uh, mentors and all kinds of different people and coaches, as we all kind of come around each other, this is really the bigger picture. It's all of us in the room together investing in the lives of our kids. Because we could have this. We could have this small little kind of little pop here, and you're like, oh, that's kind of great. Or you could have this. <laughs> 